I can't feel the excitement. I don't know why you are not standing. I don't know why you are sitting down like that. Come on, somebody give the Lord a mighty shout, a mighty scream. Tell somebody you are happy by putting your hands together and give the Lord a crazy shout of praise. No, hold on, hold on. First love UCC. Is that how to welcome our little reverend, Doctor Joy Bruce? Come on, put your hands together. 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 I said, is that how to welcome? Hold on, hold on, hold on, Lady Reverend. So that shout was for the lady reverend. Now, she's not only a lady reverend, but she's a doctor. If you want a doctor attached to your name one day, then give the Lord a crazy shout. Huh? Oh, now sit on top of your enemies. Amen. All right. Are you happy that finally our mini book camp is here? Hallelujah. Today is day one of our wonderful... Can everyone come in? Those receiving the phone calls at the back. It's a wrong time. Tell the person you are not coming for the party. Amen. Fantastic. Are you excited? Are you happy? Are you expectant? Are you waiting for what God is about to do to you? Well, I am also very expectant and I know God is about to bless us. Amen. Now, many of you, um, before you even settle down, I want, to, I want to tell you about who has come to visit us. Is that a good thing? Some of you have seen her beautiful pictures around but you don't really know who she is. You know, sometimes you walk by people, you don't know who they are. But the day you know who they are, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. So the way you are sitting, no, it looks like you don't know who is here. No, but you sit down. I will, I will correct that. I will correct that. Amen. First of all, we have our Lord and personal Savior in our midst. Hallelujah. And the Bible says that they move from strength to strength. They grow from strength to strength. 
they that gather at Zion. So we believe that the Lord our God is in our midst as a mighty one. And he has brought us a wonderful and anointed woman of God. Amen. Now listen to this. Now, Dr. Joy Bruce has 21 years of experience as a pastor. You see, uh you see now your mind is changing. Your mind is changing now, huh? Amen. All those Basenta leaders, if you don't clap well, you have done one semester Basenta and you are happy. Sit down and listen to the rest. That was just part one. Now she has 21 years. Those at the back, can you hear me? Yes, 21 years of experience as a pastor. She is a daughter of our father, our prophet, Bishop Doug Heward Mills. She has worked with Bishop Daghiot Most Ministry under the umbrella of the DHM. That's Bishop Daghiot Most Ministry. She has ministered in several countries, including India, South Africa, Mozambique, Mali, Burkina Faso, and the United Kingdom. I see you in all these countries. Hallelujah. Now listen to the rest. She has also ha, she also has 23 years of practical experience in church planting and missions as well. As as well as training pastors, church leaders, church workers and church planters. You didn't hear that part very well. I said she has over 23 years of practical experience in church planting, in missions, and as well as training pastors, church leaders, church workers, and church planters. All right. Okay. She is a senior lecturer at the She's a senior lecturer at the Anakazo Bible Seminary at Mount Paul. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now, she's a doctor and she's Dr. Joy holds a PhD in animal nutrition from hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen to the rest. Eh? She holds a PhD in animal nutrition from Norway. Norway, Norway, Norway. Not in UCC, not in Ghana, not in Legon, not in Tech. Not in the others, not in Burkina Faso, not in Togo, but in nowhere. Put your hands together for the Lord. Now, this last one, this last one is not the last, but last but not the least, will bust your mind. Ladies, amen. Ladies, amen. All right. She is married to a bishop. She's married to a handsome, anointed man of God by the name Bishop Bruce, who is the lighthouse bishop of the, the whole Ashanti region. Put your hands together for the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. And the Lord has blessed her with three sons. 
and all of them are pastors if you want your children to become pastors then put your hands together very well amen now 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 let's stand to our feet this is the last one dr joy is currently in charge of the first love church in Kumasi. so so she's not just a pastor but she's a first love pastor also she's in charge of even though the popular first love church is her church and it's not a church she inherited it's a church she started first love is the denomination for lighthouse chapel in tertiary institutions she's also the senior pastor of the first love church Ayedi a church of vibrant young people seeking to serve the Lord. Now, church, I am so happy and excited. No way, she's not coming up now. After that, we'll get a song and we'll bring her back. But I just want you to know who is in our midst. With a clap of it, just put your hands together for the Lord for sending us a gift and an anointed person to come and bless us today. Put your hands together properly for the Lord and give the Lord a shout. Now, you may be seated. You may be seated. Amen. I needed to make this introduction before she comes. So that when she says hallelujah, so that when she continues, you will not be looking aloof and tired and, and bored. Now, she's not only anointed, but the school you are going, she has gone to the highest level. So if you think you are intelligent and you don't have a degree, sit down quietly and soak. Amen. Now, this is a mini book camp. Amen. Now, many of us have not been for camps before. So when you hear mini book camp, you don't really know what they are doing. Are they selling mini books? Or many things, but a camp is um, um, is a kind of service, okay? But a longer version of service that the people of God gather in the presence or in the presence of God for a long time to listen to teaching and preaching and ministrations from God. Amen. I always tell you guys that. I mean, God created the world for his relationship with us. And many other things have fall, uh, has distracted us. If it was left with God alone, it will, it will only be him and us. Amen. So, come atmospheres are atmospheres that ha- you have a taste of what it means to be in the presence of God for a long time. So, today, because of the school atmosphere, we are in school and studies, we are still studying another thing. That's why we- evening. So this is just a mini camp. Tell your neighbor it's a mini camp. Tell your neighbor it's a mini camp. And come is staying in the presence of God for long hours and being taught the word of God. So if it's a mini camp that's why you came at 6.30 p.m. And we are going to stay for some time and tomorrow morning we are going to be here the whole day. Amen. So tomorrow, we are going to have the time after Lady Reverend preaches. We are going to have the time we are going to report. 
please come on time. Today is just a short time because of tomorrow. So when she finishes, tomorrow morning is the main day. Okay, because we are in school, that's why you're having this short time as a camp. But I want us to take very good advantage of this meeting and be blessed from it. Amen. So after the today, you quickly run to your hostel, sleep, and wake up early for tomorrow's. Tomorrow's, I don't know what will happen, but tonight, I believe that God is going to bless us. Amen. So I pray for you that your life will change from the teachings. And this is my mommy and my and my mother and my pastor. She has been a blessing to me personally and I want you to receive her as your mother also. And let's sit down, relax. Those of you who go out to pick out calls and other things, listen. Tell your neighbor we are in the presence of God. It's not time to be picking up Jomo's call. Do you know Jomo? Jomo is the boy that has been worrying you. All the ladies, don't pick up any call. If possible, put all your phone off. And let's stay here and be blessed. Amen. Let's welcome Star Debbie to give us a song before we welcome our Lady Reverend. One day, I 
side But a girl with a bad attitude Nothing that the preacher said Touched her other day She was on her phone Throughout the preaching Chatting with her friends Instead of listening to the word She did not understand Anything that day Just when I knew the seed had fallen on the wayside I don't want to be Very good. 
comes to you each and every day. What kind of heart do you have to receive the word of God? Are you a stony ground, a thorny ground, or a wayside ground? I know you will be a good ground. I bring forth fruits a hundredfold. I don't wanna be personal honor to welcome to the pulpit First Lord Church UCC Lady Reverend Wow Hallelujah I'm sure you can do it better for Jesus I said I'm sure you can do it better for Jesus Hallelujah Wow, if you are finding yourself here tonight, you just want to thank God. It's Friday night, oh? Tell your neighbor where else you could have been, if not here. Where, where, where else? Where else? There are so many other places. Many of them, very some way. Hallelujah. Amen. But we thank God that we're in church tonight. Amen. And I thank God that he's brought us safely here. And I want you to salute. I want us to salute our father, your father and my father. Amen. You see, 
I can see that you don't understand. When we were coming this afternoon and we got to a certain place, then Reverend Eric, a certain place, then Reverend Eric said, I'll introduce him to you, but he said, as we passed, he said, I remember my best friend. And then he said to me that right now, right now, as he's speaking, the guy is walking where he's at in Sawam. He's totally mad. Yeah. And I asked him, I'm talking about a former Kwabuchi boy. Uh-huh. Are you there? So don't take it for granted that you would have been here. Some of you, you wouldn't have been mad at SHS. You'd have come to campus here to become mad. Yeah, that's why I thank God that you came to meet a church. You came to meet something. You came to meet somebody. Somebody called you. Somebody invited you. Somebody called you and called you and called you and called you. Hallelujah. And that is why I'm saying that we salute our father. Uh, please, hold on for me. I'm coming. Let me talk to the street children. When you are a street child and you see the children who have fathers excited and saying, my daddy is coming, my daddy is strong. Then you are standing there and you say, look at some people. And then you say that what? They are, uh, what? What do you call them? Listen, you are the sweet child. You don't know how to behave. So learn it. But if you are here, you are a bona fide son or daughter of Bishop Dad, then lift up your voice and give him a shout tonight. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Father, thank you so much for tonight and thank you for this weekend. We commit it to you. Let everything that is done here, let everything that is said here glorify you. Let everything that is said here be what you want it to be. I thank you for traveling mercies. I thank you for the grace that has gathered us. I thank you for all that you do for us. We bless you. To you alone, may this gathering be. In Jesus' name, amen. Take your seat. Now, on your way down to your seat, you want to put your hands together for one of the greatest chiefs I know. Emum, Charlie, Chief Red, this one, they say revenge is not. That honestly, your chief is somebody that I really love. Amen. Oh, but you know that. Yeah. We're always talking. I, I'm sure I watch your, you on Facebook. We know what's going on in your church more than... Oh, yeah. I came and I told him, I've seen your canopies. I saw them outside. I saw... Uh, yeah. Uh, you are, I've come to... I, I've been seeing this room and this one. Are you there? Yeah. So, I think you are really blessed and I don't want you to take it for granted. Are you there? Where I am, I have three chiefs who are campus, I mean, KNUSD, we have three centers, I have three chiefs. As there, them chief, Max will come in, chief Max told me that, mommy, I'm doing my cross. I said, but we haven't finished the building. When I opened my Facebook, I saw chief, I said, oh. Come on, you want to salute your chief? Give him a shout. Thank God for his life. Amen. Take your seat, hallelujah. 
you know, sometimes we take, we take things for granted, but I don't want you to take it for granted. Amen? Because some of you, if you didn't have such a person in your life, Stand if you didn't have such a person in your life. And by this time, bola, bola, you better bola Hey, hallelujah. Well, now I can also welcome you to. We've actually changed the name of the book camps, so and we call them the Send It Camp. And you will understand in the course of today and tomorrow why we call it Send It. We changed the name because we realized that when we were calling it book camps, people had a certain picture in mind. Some of you, I'm sure when you saw the thing, you said that, oh, this one, I'm not coming. Ah. They're coming to come and open a book, and then they will just be reading the book to us, and me, dear, I can read on my own. I won't come. Ask whatever, but who is that? Who is that? Is that you? Is that? <laughs> anyway. Before I take off for tonight and before I tell you all the things that I believe that, and in fact, it's really nice being here because many of your people, I see them in um, Kumasi. Yeah, so all of you who are there, the holiday IDRC people, I see you and it's nice seeing you on your own home ground. Charlie, we love you, Pa. <laughs> Hallelujah. I have some like Debbie who were there, they have run away and come here. Hey! But I was happy that they were here because I knew that they'd be taken care of very well. Amen. And we are one house and we are one family. And it's really nice. Now, we're going to be here. A camp is not something that is just short, as your chief was saying. But we've come a long way and I hope that you won't take it for granted. Is that okay? Now, before I start to talk, I also want to introduce my team to you. Amen. Where should I start from? There's a certain Chinese lady. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> you meet Nakokoi. Nakokoi is a TA on campus. She's a Basenta leader. And she's one of my four or five administrators. Oh, Nakokoi, at least we should see you. Amen. So that's Nakokoi. Right beside her is Rejoice. She's also a TA on campus. And she's also a Basenta leader. And she's also an administrator. And when I say administrator, it's not just, we don't know, I don't only oversee one church. So each person has something else that they do. Are you with me? Uh-huh. So Nakokoi does ADRC itself. Rejoice does all the campuses outside of Kumase going up north. Okay. But she's also a Basenta leader. And then you meet Najomo. <laughs> hey, Najomo, your fans are a lot too. Hey, we are sorry. We are sorry. Najomo is the. Um, she's in charge of my airport stars. And she's also, she's a third year chemical engineering student. And all my administrators, she's their chief. (laughs) 
Then we also have Pastor Kojo has been with us in Kumasi for some time. We're still getting used to the fact that he has transferred to Takradi. So he's the lecturer now at TTU. But we, we miss you, Pastor Kojo. We really miss you. We really miss you. Yeah, at least I really miss you. Amen. I suppose that they know you here. They don't. Hey. Sir? All right. Then Reverend Eric is a full-timer like me. He does exactly what I do. He's, we are called Macarius Ministers. It depends on who you are talking to. We have different names at different times. He's also a first love pastor. He's married with two children. <laughs> he also has a master's in biotechnology. And what again should I say? It's unfolding. It's unfolding. So we have traveled many kilometers together. The other full-timer with me is Hannah. She's somewhere in the system. Ah, okay. Hannah does everything that I need done, including eh, when the guys were hustling my life. Bring picture. They make me stand on my... She just lent it. We have deleted them. And when we needed videos, we do, do the video. They have never... It won't be edited. Or when it's edited, it won't be produced. So if it's produced, it will not come. If it's... Amen. So... Hannah assists me in all things that are needed. She's also a graduate and she's giving her life for this. And I'm also happy to have with me my last son who is a center overseer. He is, he is a fourth year. <laughs> He's a fourth year social student and he is a center overseer. And what again should I say? Anytime he can travel with me, he does. Anytime, yeah. When, when, you, when you, yeah, he's also, he's also a star. Tomorrow he will sing for us. And then... <laughs> Amen. So it's really nice. And we're very happy to be with you. And I want to, I want to say that you have a wonderful church. Amen. The little I've seen so far, I've really liked. Amen. Amen. So why are we here? Have we just come because you are nice? It's also, it's not bad, but that's not why. Push your neighbor and say, that's not why. And it's a camp. Some of you have never been to a camp before. I don't want to ask how many, so I don't get depressed. But when we say a camp, you're going to be in one place for quite some time. Tomorrow we'll start at a certain point and we'll be here all the way through the end. But if you will allow it, every camp changes your life. Every camp does something to you and for you and in you. Amen. And this particular camp is not like any other camp that you have been to. Are you with me? It's not like any other camp. We just launched them out and we are now moving with it. So you are probably there. Is it the second or the third campus that we have been to? Yeah. Yeah. So, amen. But you are blessed to be here at this time. And as we go on, you will understand a little bit more of why we're here. Um, we work for, well, those of us who are full-time here, the rest are, what, happy people who have added themselves. We work for Doug Hewitt Mills Ministries. And please, is my something working? I think 
somebody has to be there to handle it for me. <laughs> Powerful. I'm going to use a PowerPoint presentation. Is that okay? Yeah. It's our church. It's our church. Why am I? Is it possible to delete the slides so that they can see a little better on the screen? Why am I using a PowerPoint presentation? For many reasons. It doesn't mean I'm not going to preach. Are you there? Push your neighbor and say that uh, it's because of you. But it's because I, I, I just want to give you a focal point. Is that okay? Something that will engage you. Because some of you, if I don't engage you, you'll sleep on me. And your chief is very nice. So make no mistake about it. If I'm preaching and you sleep, you are dead. I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean. Tell your neighbor, you can't do that. You can't. Uh, are you speaking the slangs? I didn't hear. So tell your neighbor, you can't do that. Okay. But because of the nature of what I'm bringing to you, hello, because of the nature of what I'm bringing to you, I need you to, I need you to hold a thread and follow it through. Uh-huh. And when it's like that, it's easier to do with the projector. Is that okay? So this is your, your first send it camp. Amen. Can we go to the next slide, please? And, hey, is that how it is? Is it the people who have frozen on their laptop? Okay. This was another camp that we had recently at um, UHAS and HTU. This is in the Volta region. And it was a similar camp, but unlike you, they didn't have this much time, you know, so we just did our best, but we are still reaping good fruits from there. And so, tonight, I'm here to tell you who we are, what we do, and why we came. And when we finish that one, we'll go and sleep. And then we shall return tomorrow to start doing the actual work. Is that all right? Okay, so who are we? This is who we are. Our father writes, and we send it. Is that okay? Our father writes, and we send it. Are you here? Yeah. Uh, tell me, but look, you have to follow the thread. Though. Please keep the next one. So here we are sending it. Why have I put these three pictures together? Because often when you say books, people immediately think that there's nothing to a book. By the time we're done with this camp, I would have convinced you that it is not so. So we're standing there, we are preaching, and it looks as though we're only preaching. But the presence of God is also there. And when we are done, people, in fact, this particular meeting, it was, it was an experience. It was in a non-lighthouse church, a non-uni church. And the pastor invited me to come there, and I came. And he told me to bring him a certain number of macarons. Me now, when he asked me for the number, the truth of the matter, I'll never the truth. The truth of the matter is that my faith no answer. Yeah, so I halved what he asked me to bring. And I went there with the half. And after teaching all night, then he asked, so where are they? We said, oh, this is what we have. And we put it there. Eric, are you my witness or are you not my witness? What happened? They ran. There was a lit, almost a stampede. Yeah. To, yeah, it is you. 
that they will bring 300 CDs, Macarius, and you'll be doing your turns. Anyway, you know, let's continue. We are, still <laughs> we are still friends for now. Yeah. They bought everything that night. And Monday morning, before we could get the other half, the secretary had already called Reverend Eric. Hey, please, uh, Master, what I'm saying is it true? I'm lying. Yeah. Yeah. We thought we are in a hurry. We are bringing it. Before we could hurry and bring it, I called. You said you are bringing. Where is it? Clearly, something must be happening. And clearly, they must have seen something that you haven't seen. Wow. One of our slogans is nowhere is too far. And I think we have an interesting life. So what you are seeing there is just one of those journeys. One day we went somewhere. When we were coming back, there was no road. <laughs> I mean, the road that we used to go, no. They told us that you cannot use that road to come back. We said, oh, really? Hey, but uh, we have to go home. They said, well, if you have to go home, pass here. So we passed here. The here, no, it was a three-hour journey. When we got there, I don't think I put those slides in there. Um, Rev, please check the next one. Okay, I didn't put all of them there. Yeah, you can see. Uh, when we got there, there were other people hustling to get there too. And the line was from somewhere to somewhere. And that was us after, that's the rest of the team, after about, I don't remember how many hours, but this was us finally on board the ferry. We have finally boarded, and we have crossed. But that's why we say nowhere is too far. Some of you, Cape Coast Accra, you say you have traveled, it's too much, it's too much work, it's too much something. May the Holy Ghost remove the nonsense in your head. Amen. Cape Coast Accra is just a nice journey that you do in a day and go and come. But if you in your heart really want to live, you have to be ready to move a little bit. Some of you, small service they say you should do. Small one. You have done like people don't live there. Hey! If you are sitting by somebody who likes their honam, tell them that it's you they are talking to. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay, so this is a bit of who we are. So most of us are people who are very highly educated and who um, I believe that the Lord caused it to be so. So that when we are moving around, you will know that it's not because we didn't have anything else to do, but it's by choice. It's by choice. Reverend Eric, he was actually going to start his PhD. And then the Lord just. Come, come, come. Yeah. Amen. So, this is who we are. And you will know why soon. Tell anybody soon. Be patient. I mean, when we are watching the film, if I tell you the end of the film, then what's the. So, so allow. Tell anybody to allow. I mean, allow. All right. So, what do we do? What do we do? For many years, what we do is not something that is spoken about. We have been working. <laughs> Tell your neighbor that we have been working. <laughs> but it's not something that's spoken about. Are you getting me? When you go to a healing Jesus crusade and you see the crusade 
up there. You don't know that it's somebody's work. And you don't know that the crusader you are enjoying for three days. Somebody has lived and left everything for three and a half months to be there for it to happen. Are you seeing it? So there are many things when you see them, you don't know what is at the back. But because of the purpose for which we have come, we are now coming to talk about what we do. Is it okay? Let's go to scripture. Can I have the next slide, please? Habakkuk chapter 2. Some of you don't even know that Habakkuk is in the Bible. Yeah. Eh? Say Habakkuk. Say Habakkuk. Habakkuk. Habakkuk chapter 2 and verse 2. The Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables. When they say tables, it was another way of saying tablets. So write it in a book. Is that okay? That's what they were using in those days. That he may run that readeth it. Can I read it again? The Lord answered me and said, Write the vision and make it plain upon tables that he may run that readeth it. There are some of you, the reason why your life is not running is that you don't read. Yeah, you don't read. And anybody who is in this room, you are the type who says, oh, many, I'm in packing, kind. I think that you have, to, you have to expel that evil spirit. Yeah, yeah. You know, let, let, me, let me digress for a moment. It's not a digression, it's part of the camp. Is that okay? Tell anybody, it's a camp. It's a camp. I want, to, I want us to break the convention feel a little bit. Because when you say convention feel, we all know that we just start from here, then we end at this point. Camp, we don't end, we just pause. Uh-huh. Yeah, we pause, then we go and we come. That's why Chief was saying that we would have even gone somewhere so that we are there. Are you seeing it? Uh-huh. But this is what we have and we want to make good use of it. Some of you are saying, I don't like reading. I beg you. The part of the world, anywhere that you see poverty of a kind that doesn't easily move, they don't read. They don't read. Those who read will always rule over those who don't read. Hey, mm. you are very quiet. Yeah. And yeah. oh, me, yeah. I don't like reading. Me, I like math. I like to work math. Your math question, when the question comes, you don't read the question. You don't read the question. You use Bluetooth to Bluetooth it or what? So, so, so please, let, 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 let's be serious. I can tell you so many stories of people who don't read. One of the stories is, in fact, it's one of my father's stories, but every time he tells it, I enjoy it because, number one, it's true. Number two, the lesson is a very wild lesson. A certain man. He was traveling from somewhere to somewhere. And in those days, there was no plane. So he was using a boat, a ship. And the ship would take three weeks to cross. When he bought his ticket, he had used up all his money. So he bought cabin biscuits. Cabin biscuits, they don't even exist anymore. If you are here, you are under 30, you don't know cabin biscuits. But it, it literally looks like flour and water that's been put together. It's not, it's not nice. <laughs> but he took the cabin biscuits and water. So that at least I want to cross. So, once I have this one, I'll survive every day when he's hungry he'll go and eat a little do you know that it's very difficult to eat even what you like 
three times a day for three weeks. It's very even what you like. How much more carbon biscuits? He was losing weight. But by the grace of God, the three weeks passed. And towards the end, in fact, on the last day, he was now standing at the top on the bow of the ship and looking out. He could see the land. He was relieved. The, the whole thing was about to end. But while he was standing there, another man came up to walk there. You know, these are, these are huge ships. So it's just, you know. The person was a waiter in the restaurant, one of the restaurants, one of the many restaurants on the ship. And so the person said, hey, but sir, I, I've never seen you in our restaurant throughout this journey. Why? He said, now you don't like our food. Why have you not? The man said, oh, it's not that. Actually, by the time I paid for my ticket, I didn't have enough money to buy food. The man said, oh, oh, oh. Push your neighbor and say, oh. He said that when you took your ticket, did you not turn the back on it? It is written. You didn't read. It says this ticket covers your transportation and all meals have been covered by the ticket. The guy did not read. So he had eaten cabin biscuits and some of you, you are experiencing cabin biscuit life because you refuse to read. Your Christianity is like carbon biscuits. The reason why they have to keep chasing you every day. Chasing you, chasing you, chasing you, chasing you. Knocking on your door, you won't answer. You won't pick your phone. It's because your Christianity is carbon biscuit Christianity. You don't read, so you don't know NATO. Hey! You don't know anything. And then on top of that, you have attitude. Are you standing by one of those people? Tell the person, you better lose that attitude before I finish you. Ah. You don't read. And somebody is bringing you here. Who are these people walking up and down, up and down the back? We don't do that at a camp. Should I give you five minutes so that if you want to leave, you do it now? Uh-huh. Brother who is standing and talking, you are talking to who about what? Uh, okay. Tell your neighbor. Come on. <laughs> are you there? Tell your neighbor that malaria medication, no? Malaria tabs. Is the mother who gives it? Ben Tuahue. Oh, mommy, nigga, sabu. I mean, please, those who speak, can you please translate it for your neighbor? Hey! Amen! Sit down, sit down, so I can see the people at the back well. Yeah! I'm talking to you about your own life reading. Then you are walking up and down, walking up, up. Don't let me catch you. Don't let me catch you. Hey! Are you there? Don't let us catch you at all. Do you know, do you know what it costs us to come here? Do you know? As we are here, we have slept two hours. Last night we have come. So you are tired. We are also tired. When we finish with you Sunday, we will leave here at dawn. And we will sleep in Tamale. 
and we'll be in Boku preaching on Monday. And we will be there releasing people to take books. Friday, we can't even get back home. I'm told Bishop Kweku, we are going to watch the we'll live stream with them. Then, try. I wish I could say it in Fanti, but my Fanti weren't good at the time. My Fanti weren't good at the time. Let me just kill all the monsters now. I heard your I heard your chief saying those who go outside to answer what is wrong with you? You are answering what call? Who are you? It's your last, you hear? It is your last. Don't do it here and after I have left, do not do it. We don't do such things in this church. I don't know where you came from, but don't do it here. Hey. You have come to meet a proper church. Do you know how the church became proper? Thank you, sir. <laughs> and met a proper church if the people who went before you were handling it as carelessly as that would you have come to meet it you don't know that by this time you would have been a bono mattress for the various guys moving around hey look it's not inside my preaching but somebody has kicked something in my spirit hey are you there hey church to is it by force uh, if I find you you understand that there's a time in your life that church is by force. Yes. How many of us here you just gave your life to Christ without somebody applying a pressure? It's after. They say, yeah. So the thing was good. So when somebody's applying a pressure on you, you better know that is the blessing of your life. I went through four years at Legon. I did never had a pastor. My back leg never entered the a, a, a chapel. Four solid years. As soon as I finished school, that's when I gave my life to Christ. Up till today, I know that there are things in my life that would not have been so if I had had a church and if I had had a pastor. Don't play the fool. Hey. Oh, I'm preaching. I know that I'm preaching. Hey. Sit down. Yes, so I was telling you why you must read. Some of you, that's your CWA. Or say, what do you call it here? Is it GPA? It's because you don't read. It's because you don't read. If you like, let us take statistics now. Let me ask you, how many hours of reading you do a day? Chief, I did it one time. I was shocked. Two hours. You are a university student. You think it's SHS. You read for two hours. You are not serious. Then the marks you even have, they have dashed you. It's too much. Two hours. Can you imagine? University student. Two hours of reading. Hey, oh, but I was feeling tired. Hey, the world is ruled by tired people. What you talking? Ah, have you seen any wealthy man who is not tired? Have you seen any anointed man who is not tired? If you don't learn to just capture yourself. And tell your body we are reading until we are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as I have come here to stand and talk to you about reading, I'm trying to let you see that I'm affecting your spiritual life, but I'm also affecting your school life. Ah, you cannot read. You have bought a phone. You have not read the manual. Ah. Wait, wait, sit down, sit down. Sit down. 
you see allow me i came to talk so allow me to talk to you are you here by the grace of god i am blessed with sons so my sons used to tell me they used to say mommy i remember when i got the first time i got a proper phone then they would laugh at me they say mommy this is your phone that you are only using for coffee what do people used to say for i was using for 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 calls at that time whatsapp hadn't even come yet then they'll be laughing at me so i decided to find out what the phone can do oh as i'm standing here i have deleted video video camera i've deleted lights i've deleted hey hannah what again have we deleted everything i've deleted it one phone yeah the only reason why i'm using the mac was because i didn't read i would have transferred it into the one small thing and then that's it are you there yeah. yeah so when you read you need to read you need to read some of you wake up and you are, look at you adult like this then you go to the hospital say i'm not well what is wrong with you i don't know what medicine did they give did they give you i don't know this Ghana hey, this Ghana in which we live in it they are going to give you an injection you don't pick up the thing to read my assistant pastor some years ago he had malaria they were almost injected him with oxytocin a hormone for the less than yeah, the lady before him had had some issues you know breastfeeding so they had injected her then the person didn't do what they should have done. Then this man has come to come and get a uh, 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 ma- ma- malaria injection. By the grace of God Almighty, as the, the woman prepared the injection, her in charge came through. And then as she looked at the t- so what was that? It was the hormone they were coming to give him. Then you are there. Child of God who can read. You say you will not read. You are a man. Your, your breast will be bringing milk. Milk because they have injected you. Hey. Are you there? I'm just talking to you about reading. Yeah. Reading. Drivers who drive cannot read. That's why they kill people like that. Hey, when they even read, they cannot interpret what they have read. Some of you, you are reading. When you get in front of the exam paper, then you come and say, "My mind was blank." It's not that your mind was blank. The mind is not used to working. So as you have tried to read small, now they are under the pressure. No, what happens when you overload? When you overload, it a blow. That's all that has happened to you. But if you were reading, you would have built up kappa. Yeah. Kappa and speed. Kappa and speed. And the mind is the mind is a muscle. You are just exercising like that. Exercise, exercise. Have you not noticed that when you come, some of you say, Oh, I cannot study verses. Excuse me, do you have a different brain for learning verses? It's the same brain. If you persisted, you discover after you learn one scripture. The second one is easier to learn. Suddenly, three, four, five, six, eight, twenty. my mind, I am not able to learn the verses. It's not your mind doesn't. You don't use it. You don't use your mind. 
I'm being brought down to the church to be insulting us. Who is that? You should not be here. Your neighbor is a matter of IQ. It's a matter of IQ. Ah, what kind of mind when they are telling you the truth? You say that they have come to insult you. Oh, who is that? Please look among your uh, who is that? Who is that? Ask your, who is that? All right, let's continue. So, I'm just talking to you about reading, and you see, this scripture is saying something. Oh, I'm sure for many of you, this scripture is not new. It says, write the vision. Write the vision. Not many of us receive visions. When I say visions, I'm not talking about the one that you saw the cat in your house chasing you. No. Not that. I'm t- <laughs> Write the vision. There are a few people in this world, God anoints them, and they have a certain vision. Are you there? Uh-huh. You see that the way they think is different from the rest of us. You and I, sweetheart, if you went and you won 10 souls, will you not be excited? You said that, Charlie, this is the best year of my life. I've won 10 souls. But then you will meet a Bishop Doug who will win 10 million souls and now tell you that it's 100 million he's looking for. That thing, that's the vision. The best, it, it, it's from somewhere. I hope you understand me. It's not all of us who think like that. So those of us who are happy with 10 souls won, no souls won, because some of you are very okay that you have not brought anybody to church this semester, you have not even to bring yourself proud that you are here, it's even, it's, even, <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> so when it's like that, you don't have a vision, are you seeing it? But the Bible says that for lack of a vision, my people perish. So when you don't have a vision, your life stops. Everything stops. And so therefore, comma, the Lord told this prophet, write it. Are you seeing it? That vision that you have, that thing that I've given to you, write it. Write it. Why should you write it? Then he says, make it plain. So when you write it, you see some people, too, when they write the book, honestly, if you try to read, cry. Have you, don't you have some books you have ready cover to cover? If they ask you, you can't even bring one point. Uh-huh. That, that thing is not plain that thing is not plain so he says write it make it plain I mean, that's why I, the books that I read in this life are Bishop Dan's books point one, the point, the scripture the window, the point, the scripture I mean easy if even you don't speak English you can easily learn it from there yeah, easily learn it from there so he says make it plain that he may run that readeth it that if somebody will bother to take that vision and read that vision, that person will find himself running to do something. Many people just walk through life. Nothing interesting happening. Just day. Walking through life. Yesterday was like today. Yeah. This year was like last year. Nothing happening in your life. You're just there. Often it is because of a vision you have not read. If you read the vision, it would suddenly feed you with what you need. The thing that will make you run. Are you getting me? Also the books, we are running with it all the time. Nobody, 
Uh, Reverend Eric, please, do you, do you have a boss? Because uh, who, who, who monitors you and says, be nothing. There's no man chasing us. It's something we have read. It's something that we have read. So a vision that has entered that says that, hey, Ghana Christianity is dying. Yeah. You have not noticed. Christianity is dying. Your campus is one of the few that I hear you have what? Did they say they have churches in hostels or something? It's not like that in most of the world. In most of the world, in the Ghanaian world, Christianity is being deleted. Yes, the pressure and the force, that is one. The one that's coming from outside. The worst one is what is coming from inside. Where the children of God have no vision. So when you have no vision, that's why you think as a Christian, when you come to church on Sunday and you have done one service, you have done your Christian duty. And then you are going for the week, the rest of the week. You are going to live like an unbeliever, do your own things. It's Christianity that is dying. Yeah. And you see that a certain nominalism has entered the church. So even among those who go to church, you don't know your scripture. Do you want me to start? If I start from the back, I can just give them common, well-known scriptures, not, not difficult ones. Must know. Simple John 1, 12. If I don't take care, only the one or two rows can answer. The rest, you'll just be there chewing ground. Yeah. If I say John 3, 16, everybody will quote. If I go to 17, the room will be quiet. Yeah. Are you there? You see? So, you can see that something is dying in the church. Because when this revival of which we are a part, when it began about 30, 40 years ago, we studied scripture because we wanted to study scripture. There was nobody we must have. There was nothing like that. Must have scriptures. There's nothing like that. Podcasts, they didn't exist. Tapes, they were not there. When one Kenneth Hagan books land in the system, when you get it, the day you get it, she has booked two hours after you. She has also booked two hours. So, I mean, as you have finished the book, it will go roaming. You will see it after eight months. One book. Most of you, all the books are even on your tablet or your phone. You have not opened it. Are you in the house? I'm sharing with you why you need to read. You need to read. Some of you, the course you are even doing, you don't know what it can do. You have no idea. You are just doing it. But you don't know that it leads to where. What do we do with this course? If you had read, you may not have done the course. Hey, the room has become quiet again. Yeah. So, knowing all this, the Lord said, that, look, the few of you, the few people to whom I have given a vision, write it so that if somebody will bother to read, he will have a reason to run. And you will see that the people who run, you see that those who are getting first class are the ones right. Brother, why are you still walking around? It's okay. I will not face you tonight. Yeah, it's an usher. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Please wear something so I can see you an usher tomorrow, okay? All right. Are you there? So that they may run that read effect. So that those who have a vision, if you bother to read, something will be lit in you. I'm still coming. Let's read the next scripture. 
Revelation chapter 1, verse 10 to 11. What am I trying to tell you? What we do, isn't it? I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and heard behind me a great voice as of a trumpet saying, I am the Alpha and the Omega. I love it when the Lord gives an address and a reason for saying what he's saying. The first and the last. And what thou seest, write in a book and send it unto the seven churches which are in Asia. Have you seen it? So this time he says, what you see, write. What you see, write. And when you write, send it. The first one, we see him saying, if anybody will read it, they should read. Are you in the house? So two things. Sometimes, somebody has the vision, he writes it down, but how is it supposed to get from where he has written it to the people who need to read it? And that's why in Revelation he said, write it. Listen, there is no problem with people who are seeing things. Not in this Ghana in which we live in it. We have quite a number of visionaries who can see that which thou seest. We also do not have a problem with writers. At least in this house, our writer, he has written, look, this Macaros sitting here is because we have been forced. The writing was so much. One day somebody told me, I want to buy, but I, I don't know where to start. <laughs> I don't know what to buy. That was the beginning of some of this, trying to organize it in a way that at least you can see. And deleting some things and combining some so that at least it will be 60 at least. No matter who you are, you can count from number one to 60. Uh-huh. So no problem also with the, write, the, the writing. Then he said, and send it unto the churches. And that is where the problem comes in. Because there are people who are writing and having the vision. People who are writing. But how does it get where it's going? And that's where the senders come in. Okay. Okay, now let's go to a scripture. Jeremiah chapter 36. Are you here? Are you tired? If your neighbor is, is tired, tell your neighbor that I don't know where you are from. Tell her by this time you should know survival tactics plenty. Tomorrow when you are coming, come with your survival kit. Is that okay? Yeah, yeah. What you do to just let things go well. We're going to spend a little time in Jeremiah chapter 36 for you to understand something a little. So I'm reading. It came to pass in the fourth year of of Jehoiakim, the son of Josiah, king of Judah, that this word came unto Jeremiah from the Lord saying, take thee a roll of a book and write therein all the words that I have spoken unto thee against Israel and against Judah and against all the nations from the day I spoke unto thee and from the days of Josiah even unto, to, unto this day. It may be that the house of Judah will hear all the evil which I purpose to do unto them that they may return every man from his evil way that I may forgive their iniquity and their sin. Then Jeremiah called Baruch the son of Neriah And Baruch wrote from the mouth of Jeremiah all the words of the Lord which he had spoken unto him upon a roll of a book. 
And Jeremiah commanded Baruch saying, I am shut up. I cannot go into the house of the Lord. Therefore go thou and read in the book which thou hast written from my mouth the words of the Lord in the ears of the people in the Lord's house upon the fasting day. And also thou shalt read them in the ears of all Judah that come out of their cities. It may be they will present their supplication before the Lord and will return everyone from his evil way. For great is the anger and the fury that the Lord has pronounced against these people. Amen. Amen. An interesting scripture. Jeremiah was a prophet. Nowadays prophets, they don't write. <laughs> that is another problem. It's okay. <laughs> but he, God told him, he said, write what I'm saying. And you see that even to obey the command to write, he needed help. And so he called Baruch and said, what I am saying, write. There are some of you who are sitting in this church. You are needed to help in the writing. Yeah, to help in the writing. Because before a book comes to you, somebody puts it together. Somebody edits it. But that's not the main reason why we are here. Are you there? When he finished, the book is now done. So Jeremiah, the Lord said, go with it to the people and read. Maybe do here. Then Jeremiah said, I am constrained. I can't go. So you go. And he said, go because maybe somebody will read it and will repent. Maybe somebody will read it and will change. Maybe somebody will read it and something will happen. We are children of somebody who has a vision and who writes the most powerful books in the system. It's only that you don't know it. Yeah. The children of the house, we are spoiled. So we don't know it. But those of us who work with others outside of the house, we begin to see, because they know that they don't have, there's a certain eagerness. And we see what the what what it does. Are you there? At the back, are you there or you are doing what people at the back do? Powerful. So he said, send it. You see, I'm taking my time to explain the sending because some people think that we are booksellers. If I was a bookseller, please, I will not be standing here at this time of the night. Who sells books at this time of the night? Yes, please. Who? Uh-huh. So you have to understand it. I'm explaining to you that it is a ministry. I'm explaining to you that it is something. And it is a ministry just like how you will grow. You come into the church and you will be born again. And then you begin to learn some scripture. And then you begin to be a shepherd. And then you begin to move on. That's exactly how this, this ministry is. Because the person who is sending must know what he is sending. So you can see that he didn't just wake up and cause him come from there, come in. No. And that is why we have come back to you. Because we are realizing that if the sending is to continue, the sending cannot be done by the people who want our father's books more. Most of those who want it are not his children. They are outsiders who can see that the food is good. You are very quiet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You see, you are there. You don't even care. 
It's not when I say you, I'm not even talking about just you. The children of Bishop Doug, the Lighthouse Church is what? The united denomination of the Lighthouse group of churches. All of us, including First Love. We are there shouting, powerful. <laughs> He's fantastic. He's amazing. Hot air. Hot air. Hot air. If it is really amazing, you would have done something about it because the scripture says that a certain man, when he found treasure, he went and sold everything that he had to get that treasure. So what you are saying, you don't really believe it because if you did, we wouldn't have to climb the highest mountain for the highest river to get you to get the books. You will get it. But you will see that as his children, we are not even blessed. The reason why we are not blessed is that our blessings are in those books. Which we want somebody to reduce to zero for us to buy. Hey. Mm. Yeah. Uh, please ask your neighbor. Uh, please, uh, are you inside there? Ooh, are you inside? Yeah. <laughs> but we must start to repent. We must start to repent. Are you not understanding what I'm saying? I was invited to a church. The church, the name is not First Love. The church was more First Love than First Love. The pastor is a follower of Bishop Doug. Are you there? He started to build his church. Then he began to branch. He has built the churches based on what he has heard of Bishop Doug, the camps. Then he heard that there's something called Shabby Shepherding must go. If I start now and I ask, in which camp did Bishop Dad teach about Shabby Shepherding? Some people will get diarrhea and go outside right now. But this man, he knew the camp. He had gone for the camp. Had for less camp. He had soaked it. His people had soaked it. So I, when he came to call me, I said, I don't even know why you are coming to call me. He said, because as I have listened, I can see that the people practicing that they are need to bring one. Yeah. When I got there, our father's podcast, this, you see, when I walked in there, they know Bishop Dag. They know him. They know him. Are you there? Yeah. They are the ones who did the stampede over the macarons that I took. Ask your neighbor, what are you stampeding over? That's for you people. Keep because just food. Yeah. Are you there? It has to change you. That's why I came to have this camp. Yeah. Because some things must change. The senders are needed. We cannot go to other people and ask them to send. The senders must be people who came from inside the house of Jeremiah. The senders must be people who, when Jeremiah was writing, they were also there. Have you not seen that in the books, the stories are our stories? Sometimes you even know who the story is about. You know the physical person. Yeah. Wow. Are you there? So Jeremiah realized that he couldn't go. 
He was constrained. He couldn't go. What are the constraints? Many things. Please, if I'm preaching and you are on your phone, eh? or you are looking at something else, they have not been brought up. You'll be brought up. You don't worry. That's why I came. Chief, it's not my fault. Too. You open your door and I've come. <laughs> hey, I'm a chossable. Ask your neighbor that have they chossed you? Have you been chossed? You see, because as the church falls into the backslidden state, the leaders are afraid to talk. Mm. They are saying that if we talk, the people will do this. Oh, this man is not afraid. I can see it. But you see, he's not the only pastor. Some of you are center leaders. You can't do anything. Yeah, you are my center when you, are, when you are talking. The people are reading things. They are doing various something, something. Yeah. Then you bring them here. That's why you have to come and stand here and say that those who are going outside making phone calls. You should have done it in your basenta. Hey, uh, uh, please let me stay on my... <laughs> Hallelujah. So, he was constrained. He couldn't go. What is the constraint? The constraint is that the person who wrote it cannot go everywhere. Can't go everywhere. Our father is just one person. He's somewhere. But if everybody, if tonight everybody who was here was a sender, of what needs to get out there to rescue people to rescue churches to rescue individuals to rescue the lives of people if we were all at it the work would be done anyway push now push your neighbor and say neighbor are you one of those they are talking to what did your neighbor say So I'm sharing with you why we're doing or what we do. So we are senders. We send it. It sounds very um, uninteresting and very mundane until you get inside. When you get inside, you discover that it's a whole world on its own. It's a whole world on its own. Hallelujah. Now, there's another reason why we do what we do. Let's go to Revelations. Chapter 5. I'm still only on my introduction. This evening, introduction is all we are doing. Revelation chapter 5. I saw in the right hand of him that sat on the throne a book written within and on the back side sealed with seven seals. And I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the book? And to lose the seal, the seals thereof. And no man in heaven nor in earth nor under the earth was able to open the book, neither to look thereon. And I wept much, because no man was found worthy to open and to read the book, neither to look thereon. The second reason why we do what we do and what we're doing is this. Every book has a seal. Depending on how important what is in it is, that is what will determine the number of seals. So when a book is sealed, it means that even when you open it physically, it doesn't say to you what it should say to you. Some of you have done mega church as an example. Some of you have done 
what it means to become a shepherd. But your shepherding, you know, you are like the nurses who read one thing and practice another. Oh, I know your nurses are in the house. You are like the same everywhere. Yeah. I was in my 50s before I saw proper nursing once. Yes. I, my father was dying and I had to take him to a hospital and I took him somewhere where proper nursing is practiced. Proper nursing. In Ghana, normally you, the, uh, the person, you come and bath your patient. You come, it's the nurses' work. They don't do it. I don't mind what you say. You don't do it. And I remember, I, say, I was surprised. I've not seen some before. I was going to sleep. They said, oh, you don't have to sleep. You go and come. So every morning, I, when I got there, they are finished. I said, hey, it's another place. <laughs> Proper nursing. Proper nursing. Hey, so what is written is one thing, and they will write it, come up, pepe, pepe. And when they finish writing it, then they'll come and do free chatting. Free chatting. Pray that you don't get sick. Means one of my constant prayers, Father, let me. I never lie down in the hospital. When the time comes to go, Lord, please. Mercy. Hey, you do an operation, they'll never take your temperature. Help you to come free chat. They have decided by looking at your face. Your face looks 37.2. Hey, if you are sitting by a nursing student, hey, look at that. Hey, but while you are busy doing that one, look at your own, oh, look at your own course. The engineers to do what they like. Yes. Lab tech people, you do what you like. When we go into your labs, the thing is not labeled as it should be labeled. It is not standing as it should stand. What am is it true or is not true? So you are reading one thing, but you are doing another. It's a recipe for chaos. Yeah. It's a recipe for total chaos. Amen. And so I'm saying that, and you see, the reason is that even though they are studying the subject, no, the thing is actually sealed. They don't understand how deadly they are. Yeah. So you've read the thing and you have written it down. And as a people, that's how we are. So don't feel bad. I'm just using an example we can relate to. But I can give you more examples. Like people who ride motor without helmet. Meanwhile, the helmet is hanging on the handle. Oh, look. You, 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 you. And you say that, oh, it's hanging there so that the police will see that I have it. Oh, fine. Hey. When accident is coming, it doesn't give announcement to. You will use your head to collect it. Yeah. You see, when we are saying something, eh, we, for me, it's not one of my spiritual sons. We just, he just died, though. End of last year. Meanwhile, I have quarreled with him since he was a young boy. He gave his life to Christ at a meeting I was having. Brought him up a nice pastor. Every day he's on a motor without helmet. I remember one day he was driving out of the school. Come on, my husband said, Stop him. I went and picked the key. Because he wouldn't wear helmet. So the day he sent me a text that I had bought a car, I said, Oh Lord, thank you, Jesus. But he never lost his love of the motorbike. December. Gave his car to a friend. 
friend was driving, he sat behind the motor of another friend. They went less than 150 meters. Cha 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 cha. I was there and I got a call. Mommy, he's in ICU. We're standing here. We're one. Then I told somebody, send me a picture. I saw the picture. I said, God, this guy is gone already. Yeah. Because you have a helmet that you think it will be hanging on the it will announce to you accident is about to come. So take and put on your head. You have read a manual you don't understand. Yeah, many of us are like that. So here we are in the church. You have done the exam, but you cannot shepherd. You are always blasting your people. Every day you are blasting your people. Who likes to be blasted? Uh, because I'm blasting, you think that's what I do to my sheep? Don't make that mistake. Don't make that mistake at all. Yeah. As I'm standing here with you, I'll say the right thing. Yeah, I'll say the right thing. Yeah, I'll tell that, oh, don't do that. But you are not well. You can be a bad sheep who will bring you soup. Yeah. Today, a very bad sheep of my very bad sheep, she told me that she had, this is her birthday. I sent her a prayer. Meanwhile, you as you were sitting there, you, came, you, you attempted to take your own life just a few months ago. By the grace of God, he has spared your life as you have returned back to life. One would even have thought that you'd be serious with him. The same behavior. Same behavior. But Charlie, one is a shepherd. When they, you cannot, a shepherd, you cannot be beating the sheep like that. I mean, occasionally you make as if it's a mistake and you. <laughs> but your book tells you how to be a shepherd. Oh? But you have read it. But because the seal is not broken, it was just an intellectual exercise. Yeah. So the books have seals. So here something was happening in Revelation chapter 5. John says that, listen, John was not a child though. He was a real minister. He was somebody who had had revelations from chapter 2. He is the one who brought to the seven churches the revelations of I know thy works, I know thy labor. You have forgotten your faith. He was the one. So this is not a child. And he comes to this place now in chapter 5 where he suddenly gets a book. A book, he sees it. It has seven seals around it. And he looks at the thing and says, ah. They said nobody is worthy to open the seal. It is not everybody who can open the seals of the books that have been written by Bishop Dag. To open that seal, you've got to be one of his spiritual children. And that is why so many people can be reading. They cannot follow. But it's the children who have been produced from his spiritual loins. You are the ones that if you would take the thing and be serious with it he will break the seal. But John began to cry. Why was he crying? Because the children of the united denominations of the lighthouse group of churches are sitting down doing nothing. They won't buy the books. When they buy the books, they won't open it. When they open it, they won't read it. When they read it, they won't sit by it. When they sit by it, they won't understand it. They won't do anything with it. Nothing. Nothing. And that is why your basenta has been three people since you came from the beginning of the semester. That's why your basenta is five people. Because you don't understand that how to grow that basenta is in a book. That you need to take it and do it. You need to break the seal of it. 
She don't understand it. So your problem is there. You came to school. You didn't have money to pay your fees. How to pay your fees? It's in the book. But you didn't read it. If you read it, you just read something. And you let it pass. The sea wasn't broken. Listen to me, first love you see, our wealth is in the books. Our wealth. You want to be wealthy. Some of you are chasing money. You are running after money. Your tokota, it will tell on the way. Return, please. Return. It is in a book. It is in a book. It's in a book. But John began to cry. Do you know that John was the only disciple present when Jesus was killed? All the rest had run away. How do we even know he was there? Because when Jesus was hanging up there, he spoke to him and said, this, you know, woman, that's your son. Son, that's your mother. Do you remember that one? Where, at that time, when Jesus was there, did you see anybody saying that John was crying? Jesus, so the Jesus he was following was dying. He didn't cry. But when he saw a book with seven seals on it that nobody could answer, he wept. Why did he weep? Because when the first seal of the book was broken, then he, there was a revelation of a disaster coming on the back of a black horse. And when the second one was broken, there was another revelation of a red horse that was coming. And when the third one was broken, there was a gray horse that was coming through. I tell you, people's lives were in those seals. And as we stand here today, people's lives, people's ministries, people's present, people's future is in a book. But the book needs somebody to break the seal and send it. Who can break the seal? It's the children of the writer. Jeremiah didn't go and stand outside and say, hey, help you, help. One small boy, come and help me write. No, he did not. He called Baruch who was near him. He called Baruch who came from his ministry. Somebody who was around him. We, who is more around him than us? First love. Who? I said, who? Who has he poured out more on? Every day, oh man. Every day prayer. Revelations. What again has he poured on us? Hope, care, blessings. We are just the. <laughs> Wake up. Wake up. There is a book you need to take. You need to hold it and you need to break the seal of it. And if you broke the seal, you will understand what to say. You will know what to say. But some of you are like, maybe I don't want to go into ministry, so. You don't want to go into ministry. If the books, is it written on it? It's only when you're going to ministry. The book he that hath is only ministry. Name it, claim it, take it. It's only in ministry. How to have a quiet time is only ministry. Something's wrong with you. Those books are about how to live, how to be a Christian, how to be a believer, how to be somebody on your way to heaven, how to triumph in this earth until you go out triumphantly. You haven't taken the book and you haven't read it and you have not sat by it for it to make sense to you. But the day that you do, 
you will see that it is resolving things. Some of you are here, small no, you are going to what? Prayer camp. That something is chasing you. I almost said something that you should consider. I'm just, yeah. But there's a book there. No, you're an invisible enemy. But you are there saying that hey, if the Macarius, it is too expensive, so I cannot buy. Where have you gone before that fresh books are sold to you at 10 cities? Where? When you say that the thing is 600 Ghana cities, one is 10 cities. When they brought it here, 300 cities, we're all mad. We're still angry. Did you buy? That's where our anger came from. If when it came here at 300 cities, we heard that, oh, everybody in first hour, oh, so okay, no problem. But again, you were waiting for it to become 250, for it to become 200, for it to become nothing, so it to be given to you. No wonder you are still sitting there. Do you understand now why I, I took my car and came? Okay. Hey. Hmm. Are you in the house? Are you understanding something? John didn't just weep. He said, and I wept much. And one of the elders said unto me, weep not. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the book and to loose the seven seals. Are you there? So the book was opened. What happened? Revelation chapter 6. And I saw when the lamb opened one of the seals, I heard as it were the noise of thunder. Are you seeing it? This is a seal that has been broken. So one of the things that was in that book that could not be understood. One of the four beasts was saying, come and see. And I saw, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat on him had a bow. And a crown was given unto him. And he went forth conquering and to conquer. There were some people. (laughs) When they came, they were conquered. They were conquered. And they thought that they were conquered. Or they were not doing well. Because of their family members. Or their family line. Or they met a random prophet saying something. They will conquer some of you. Even the subject you are doing has conquered you. But when the seal of the book was open, then John said, it was a horse. It was a horse. And that horse came to pass and it was given power to conquer. The whole, <laughs> some of us don't understand that the world that we live in, there's something called spiritual entities. What's an entity? They don't have a form, so you can't describe them. If I want to go into spiritual entities, we will not live here today. But for instance, around Revelation chapter 9 or so, we meet some people. The Bible says that they were talking, false prophets. Out of their mouth came frogs. The frogs come out of people's mouths. So if you had met that frog on the way, Sana. Are you there? It goes on to describe some animals. Be says that that one. Okay, let me find it for you. If I don't find it, you say I was telling you lies. <laughs> some revelations that you should have had that you haven't had. Wow. 
Let me read for you Revelations 9. Just to show you an entity. There came out of the smoke locusts upon the earth, and unto them was given power. Are you seeing it? As the scorpions of the earth have power. And it was commanded that they should not hurt the grass of the earth. Neither any green thing, neither any tree, but only those men who have not the seal of God in their foreheads. Locust, is it not grass it eats? Uh, that's what I'm saying, it's a spiritual entity. Hmm. Let's jump down. Meanwhile, it was biting the people, the people couldn't die. It's just biting you. Verse 7. The shapes of the locusts were like horses prepared unto battle. Uh, ask your neighbor, have you seen? A locust is like a grasshopper. Have you seen one looking like a horse before? Okay. On their heads were as it were crowns like gold and their faces were as the faces of men. So this locust looked like a horse with a crown of gold, a face like the face of man. Verse 8. Hair as the hair of women, teeth as the teeth of lions. And they had a breastplate. The breastplate was of iron. And the sound of their wings was as the sound of chariots of many horses running. Verse 10. And they had tails like scorpions. <laughs> Do you understand now why we are calling it a spiritual entity? Okay. So Sana, when the man was crying about not being able to read, it was because of entities, things that were happening that people didn't understand. Revelations chapter 6, verse, let's continue. This is just an aside. When he had opened the second seal, I heard the second beast say, come and see. And there went out another horse that was red. The seal was what? The seal of a book. When they opened the seal of a book, what did he see? A red horse. Power was given to him that sat there on to take peace from the earth and that they should kill one another. And there was given him a great sword. Verse 5, and when he had opened the third seal, the third what? Are we reading a book or we are not reading a book? Do you remember where he said the book had seven seals? So now they are opening the seals. When they open the first seal, hey! White horse. Hey! When they open the second seal, hey! Red horse. Some of you the things that you have been fighting about in your life, praying, 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 you say it is from your uh, village, you say it's from Mami Wata, you say it is uh, the leg by in front of my house, you say there's something, you need to open the seal of a book and when you open that seal you will understand exactly what entity is doing you and you deal with it. This, 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 this thing, if I go into it, we will not finish today. But it just goes on and on. And for every seal that was broken, he saw something. These books, when you open the seal, you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. You'll be shocked. You are here. You can't pay your fees. You can't pay hostel fee. Things are not going well at home. You are busy crying. We don't use tears to open seal. Push your neighbor and say, listen, I'm sorry. Eh? I'll give you handkerchief, but we don't use tears to open seals. We don't use tears. 
you get serious, look for the book that will get you out of where you are. And it's actually there. Yeah, it's actually there. One day we went to a bank. When we got there, because I don't know if they do the same in Kumasi, but in, in Cape Coast, but in Kumasi, every bank has a um, morning devotion. So sometimes they allow people in. So when we realized that, we said, Charlie, the people, they need the books. You don't know that the bankers, every day they have a target they have to reach. I mean, their pressure is also another pressure. So we go in there, we present the books that deal with that pressure. Then I picked the book, name it, claim it, and take it. Somebody should look for it over there for me. It's in that, yeah, it's just by you down. Yeah, pass it for me. As soon as I held the book, and I was about to share something, the bank manager, who is not a lighthouse member, as soon as I picked it and he saw me, he said, hey, madam, this one, I will talk about it myself. Then he said, he had gotten a copy of this book. He said at that time, he had just moved into his own house in a certain place. There was no light. And to bring the light, you need a certain number of poles. He said when he brought them to look, he said the number of poles in his pocket, they were on a part of, uh, they will not meet. Uh, so it's like I've moved to my house. I don't have light. I can also pay for it to come. Then he began to read this book. And this book talks about, one of the things it talks about, what you see, the confessions. So he said, after reading it, every morning, when he finishes his quiet time, he'll go and stand outside. I'm talking about the bank manager. I'm not talking about a preacher. Those of you who say, hey, maybe I'm not ready to go into ministry, so I don't send the bus for me. So may I don't go for the ministry. He'll go and stand outside and he will confess, I have light in my house. The poles have reached my house. I have light in my house. He said, after a few weeks, you see, sometimes you must persevere a little. So after a few weeks of that confession, a certain idea dropped into his head. You see, some of you don't even recognize God when he's coming. You say that if he doesn't come to me in a dream, then it cannot be God. Please, let's be serious. Here that I've come to talk about, to you about send it, it was not a dream. It was not a dream. I didn't lie down and dream and then I saw uh, Chief Mark, uh, Fred saying, come to Macedonia. Like no, 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 no. It was a praying about something and then an idea dropped into my head and I know that me of myself, I don't think like that. One of the things that will help you is to accept that you don't think. Genesis, the normal you. <laughs> when you accept that the normal you doesn't think, then when a certain idea comes in your mind and then you want to say, it's my mind, then you're like, no, 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 my mind, no. It does, I don't think. And he's so, exactly. Which means that the idea is therefore a God idea. The man said, he suddenly got an idea which now that the idea had come, it looks so obvious. The idea was, go plot by plot. Everybody who has started to do something on their land, go and look for them. And when you find them, tell them we need light this is the cost it means you have to bring this you have to bring this you have to bring that you have to bring that the man said as he's speaking he had light in his house his staff there are about 30 of them he bought the copy himself one 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 for every member of his staff every member you you have got uh, 
how to become a strong Christian only for yourself. Are you here? You know, tonight as we've come here, I, I have a few more things to say. But, but, but we came here to change some destinies. Yeah. Some of you must become senders of the books. You see, as you see me standing here, by the grace of God, it is only grace. I've gone to school. When I came full time, I didn't come full time to sell books. I came full time to be a pastor, according to me. At least according to me, I like people. You can tell my children, you see, when I was talking, Debbie, she's only laughing because she knows that Charlie, I buy, I can't buy it one. Oh, my people, they will look at themselves and they will say, it's only menopause. <laughs> no, are, are you getting me? So I knew that, oh, I'm coming full time. Yes, I'm called, I'm coming full time. After when I came, then a few months after I came, there was a meeting. Daddy called us to a meeting and when we went, a number of ladies sitting there and he said the books have to go then he started from one side I don't remember all the places but I remember you Switzerland you there you here you when he came to me he said you India that's all he said at the end of the meeting one of the ladies who was there handed me a name and a phone number of a pastor in India. A few weeks later, I found my way, my way to India. I landed in Mumbai. I said hello to the church in Pune. India is like a continent. And I had to pick another plane to the place where I was going. The pastor, the one name and the one phone number picked me up from the airport and I arrived. My name is this. I am a daughter of Bishop Dagwood Mills. He has asked me to bring his books and to take them around. Nobody knew who Bishop Dag was. I stayed in that country the first time for four weeks. Every day I would have two meetings, three meetings, two meetings, moving over there the pastors are a lot, and every pastor is part of a group, a pastor's group, because Charlie, the pressure against them is not, it's not easy. So they, they are, they are, their pastor's meetings are real meetings. Going there, talking about the books, introducing the books. I'm talking to somebody here. When I got there, I never told them who I was. They just knew my name. They didn't know I was a pastor. They didn't know anything. And I would tell them, go to the website. When you go to the website, it introduces the person whose books I'm bringing to you. Slowly but surely, in that part where I was, people began to buy the books. That's how I entered into the books ministry. When I came back, I couldn't stay out there because I have a family here. So I went twice and then I came back. And then my father said that, okay, you can continue what you're doing in Ghana. Continue means what? Eh, continue. Whatever idea you will get, let it work. So after I came back to Ghana, Ghana is not like India. Pastors don't gather, won't gather, cannot gather, always talking, quarreling, Mangana, this, that, 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 jealousy, that, 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 plenty nonsense. 
Just because we don't have enough pressure. That Satan has no work. We do it ourselves. <laughs> oh, he has no work to do at all. Yeah. I'm sure he's here. That's on your campus here. This denomination is fighting this one. This one is fighting that one. That one is fighting that one. And the unbelievers are just feeling free. Nothing. Because the Christians are just busy doing. Don't join that nonsense, please. Okay? Yeah, just walk away from it. Don't join it. So when I came back, now the setting was not like India. So you have to do things to let things sell. I said, Lord, I don't sell things. It's not what I do. I've sold a lot of things in my life. That's why I am an academic. That's what I do. I, I'm not a... So after trying for one year, I was ready to quit. It wasn't working. We could go to a whole meeting and sell two books. Even how we came, how we'll go back now. We don't know. Yeah. Are you there? Yeah. I was ready to quit. That was when another book, somebody should reach that orange book on the top shelf for me. Yeah. If I give you either half, you send 15 minutes reading looking for it. Yeah. That's when I had read this book. Or I thought I had read it cover to cover. But the morning when I was about to go, I said, Daddy, please, the book is not working. Can you please give me something else to do? That morning, it was on my table. So after having my quiet time, I began to leaf through the book. And my eyes fell on this. Diligence is the persistent and relentless effort by an individual to solve a problem, to overcome difficulties, and to accomplish great things. I heard the Lord ask me, do you have a problem? I'm like, Lord... <laughs> Do you have a difficulty? I said, Lord, please don't, don't, don't. I mean, don't knock the thing hard like that. You know I have. Then I heard him ask, do you want to accomplish great things? I said, oh Lord, you know. He said, eat the book. Eat it. This story is six years ago. On the back of these books, I have traveled nations. On the back of these books, I've entered churches. On the back of these books, my bills have been paid. On the back of these books, more honor has come to me than has come from being a pastor. Yeah. On the back of... Hey, Reverend, what I'm saying, is it true? It's not true. Have we not gone to places they salute us and we look at our faces and we say that, ah, who, who are they saluting? <laughs> is it? Is it us? Yeah. On the back of these books. This one. You are here. You have a problem. You don't know how to solve it. The answer is here. I've only shown you two books. That's all I've shown you so far. Hey, let me end. Otherwise, you'll tell me you won't come tomorrow. The children will not come again, though, I beg. So, So let's continue. Are you here? I am just laying the foundation for you and showing you what is underneath. Wow. Let's read one more scripture. Oh, you don't like scripture? Hmm. Revelations chapter 10. Revelations chapter 10 is actually one of my favorite 
scriptures. In fact, I really like all of them because of what they say about books. But in Revelation chapter 10, and I saw another mighty angel come down from heaven clothed with a cloud and a rainbow was upon his head and his face was as it were the sun and his feet as pillars of fire. Are you seeing the angel? What do you think about such an angel? God has shed that and made sure that it's not one of the angels that looks like human beings. Because the Bible says we, you've entertained some unawares. So some look like human beings. But this one, he made sure didn't look like a human being. He had in his hand a little book. His right foot was upon the sea, his left foot on the earth. Are you there? Here was John. And he was seeing the angel. Many of us, we are seeing some things and we are getting enamored by them. Dress as a cloud, pillars of fire, various powerful power things. But he was holding a book. He was holding a book. Are you seeing it or you're not seeing it? Yeah. Tell your neighbor, go for the book. Yeah, go for the book. Now, the angel did not say anything to him didn't say anything to him. He didn't say anything to him until verse 8. And in verse 8, he heard somebody, that voice from heaven tell him, go to the angel that is standing with his one foot on the earth and the other in the water and take from him the little book. It was only when he went to take the book that the angel spoke to him. There are some things you will never understand, some revelations you will never have till you hold the book. When you go for the book, suddenly God will start talking. Because the angel was there. An angel, he doesn't come for entertainment. An angel comes because he has a job to do. He's doing something. So he had the message, but he didn't say it. Until John came to take that little book. Now when he took the book, then the angel told him, take it and eat it. To eat a book is a bit different from reading a book. When you read it, you can read cover to cover. No, no, but to eat the book, you have taken your time to digest what is in there. It says it will be bitter in your belly. I came because I'm looking for some young people who are going to say that I'm also going to take the books and sit by them. It will be bitter in your belly. I tell you. What does it mean by it's bitter in your belly? When you start working with the books, in a way, there's nothing more humbling than working with books. Hey! American stories, we have to write them all. We have to write them. We've gone to places, after all the work, 25 people have gathered and don't buy a single book. We've gone to places where they have wondered, but you people cry, what are you doing? Yeah. We've gone to places where they've looked at my team and wondered what these small boys and small girls are doing. But the same scripture that says it will be bitter in your body, in your belly says that it will be sweet in your mouth. If you will stay by the books a little longer, you will suddenly discover that your speech cry is changing. You will suddenly discover that the anointing upon your life is changing. Gone are the days when we used to drive to places and come back like that. These days we drive to places, every book we have is picked. Every book. We don't come back with the books. 
we go to places, the honor that is given to us, we ask that, ah, what is that? One of my colleagues who is, I would say a senior colleague, he is also sent. Today he arrived at the place. He had been called, please come and show us the box. He sent us pictures. The guy was crying like a baby. And he sent a message to daddy. He said, daddy, what have you done to me? I have arrived at the place. A black limousine has picked me up. He said, they have taken me to the Hilton Hotel. As he entered the place, he said, hey, it is me or it is who? (laughs) Chief. You see, I'm talking about a well-traveled, we all travel a lot. And this one is one of the, traveled even more. As he entered the place, he said, hey, the towels have been embroidered with his name. The tablecloths have his name on them. On his bed was a, something he would wear with his name branded. He took the pictures and he sent them. We have a page with that. He said, the tears cannot stop. Because as I walk here, I am a normal human being. It's just me. Since when? Since when? Today, he's sweet in his mouth. He's sweet. Sweet in his mouth. Hallelujah. Church, some of us need to wake up. Some of us, it's not just the center we are going to do. I beg you, I'm not saying it because I have not left at my church. Hey, I'm also a pastor of a church. But every day after I kiss them, I'll see you people later. Yeah, yesterday when I was driving away, they were all around my car. I'll see you guys. Then I take my books and then I'm moving. Some of you need to say that. These books, I'm going with them. Because of me, people will hear them. Because of me, people will buy them. That's why I came. Are you there? Many people just stop at the point. Give me the book. They don't open it. They don't read it. But you must begin by reading it. But the best part of the scripture, verse 10, 11, chapter 10, verse, Revelation 10, 11, and he said unto me, Thou must prophesy again. Listen. When he says thou must prophesy again, it means you have prophesied before. We are talking about the revelator John. The one who had come to us with the revelation about the seven churches and the messages of God. The one who had come to us about the message of the spiritual entities. The one who had come to tell us what was going to happen in the last days. When he met the angel, and and he ate the book then the angel said now what you said say it again but this time as you are saying it different kings different nations different places that's why I came to tell you UCC church I came here tonight because some destinies must change maybe you thought that you were only going to be just doing one little small thing but I came to speak to you today and say to you that something will stay in your belly and when he begins to stir up understand that maybe you are one of those that he's picking out it's not all, it's not everybody it's not all of us who do what we do as for the breaking the seals many do it many do, I mean many of children break the seals 
by sending it. Not many. There are many. And we need more. Our father needs more. The books need to run. The prophecies need to go out. And that's why we came. Stand to your feet. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are a miracle working God. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are a destiny changing God. Your name is Yahweh. Miracle worker. I'm believing God for a miracle. Miracle worker. Come and do a miracle. A miracle today. Come and do a miracle. A miracle it's today. actually a prayer we are praying you want to say it again miracle worker miracle worker come and do a miracle a miracle today come and do a miracle you want to say destiny changer? You are a destiny, destiny changer. I'm believing God. Some destinies are changing. Destiny right. changer. Oh, come and change my destiny. My destiny today. Come and change my destiny. My destiny
May we not reject what you've given to us, oh God. But stir something up between us and within us. Cause us to be the reason why so many others live. Cause us to be the reason why so many who have given up hope receive their hope again. Cause us to be the reason why. Cause us to be the reason why. Cause us to be the reason why. And even now, this early in the camp, oh God, I pray that you begin to choose your people. Let a fresh love for the books come upon us. Let a fresh love for the words come upon us. Choose those you're choosing to send it, oh God. Choose the breakers of the seal, oh God, even from now. Work and work in us, oh God. For a few minutes. We're already done for tonight, but be here for a few minutes. Because I just feel that even so early in the camp, the Spirit of God is working on some people. This is why we came. This is why you came. This is why you are here. Maybe your back is against the wall, but tonight you've received a key to help you. just want to let us go inside. Just receive a touch from the Lord tonight. The Lord is sorting some of us out, strengthening our minds and helping somebody who was going to give up. Saying, don't give up. Some walls are falling.
Father, thank you for the first night. Thank you that what you've begun to do, you'll continue to do with us. As we go to sleep, let the word not die in us. But may we be fertile ground. And may it cook in us and cook in us and cook in us. Until we gather back here tomorrow. We give you all the praise. In Jesus' name. And all the saints shall say, Amen. I want to welcome your chief. I think you should do better. Do it better. You can do it better. blessed you are so blessed tonight i believe so strongly that destinies are really changing and if this is just for tonight i don't know what tomorrow will be amen how many of you are blessed that god brought you here wow let's have your have our seats for some few minutes what a blessing mommy want to say thank you so much for coming I mean, I was, uh, when I met Mami today, I was, I was talking about the fact that I believe that this book camp is a spiritual thing that God has sent to the First Love Church, UCC, to change our lives. Amen. I'm the, I'm the pastor of this church, and I know that this is, this mini book camp, I mean, is going to be a blessing for us. And I, I will just want to encourage everyone. Tomorrow morning, I mean, the, how, pe- the way people are, is how God deals with them. If you are more expectant, you have more faith. Where there is faith, where there is more faith, God moves among people powerfully. And one of the signs that we are expectant and we are looking for something is a sign that we come early. Amen. I believe that those who come early those who stay throughout will be more blessed. So I don't want anyone to be exempted. I'm emotional because I, I know something is happening in our midst. And I don't want you to, maybe tonight, I don't know who you are. If you didn't feel anything, then you are the latter person. But I believe that we have all felt something. And may this feeling go with us and bring us back here tomorrow morning. Amen. If you come from far, you can lodge with someone. Just make a friend. Yeah, so tomorrow our time is out. That we are meeting here at 8 a.m. Oh, come on, put your hands together properly. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So tomorrow we are all coming here. When we close and we ask that you should leave, don't chat. We know, we know that we are fellowshipping, but tomorrow morning after the whole show, I think we will have time to interact with mommy small. And there will be some so and things. Uh-huh. So there will be time. Amen. All right. Okay. It's not arrival. It's not at eight. We are starting off at eight a.m. So we should arrive here by seven seven thirty. If you are later, uh, seven thirty. Amen. Remember, mommy told us the world is ruled by tired people. Amen. If you are only going to trust in education, then when it fails you, then know that life is over. 
this is a mini book camp and what has been added to our lives is not just a degree that we don't even understand or a degree we have not broken the seals of is these meetings that will add on the bible says that everything works together for good why have you only chosen one way for your life to do well and that's the academic way so this meeting may not look like this why you came to school but it is something that God has also added. The Bible says, add to your faith temperance. So God has added a mini book camp so that your future can be determined properly. Amen. So first love church, I really want to speak. I'm speaking from my heart. You can all see that. So tomorrow morning, we'll all be here. Because if it, if it come late also, it spoils the meeting. It spoils the atmosphere and a lot of things. But whether you come early or not, by the grace of God, the people that are here, the blessed is he who hunger and test. So I believe that the hunger will make up for the people who are not serious. But I want everybody to be included. And those who couldn't make it today because of one, one reason or the other, please, let's encourage them. Force them. I mean, force somebody to eat good food. Amen. And the person will thank you later. Bring a friend, bring a cosmate, bring a first lover, bring anyone, roommate, whoever. Tell the person that a mini book camp is a powerful camp. And mommy, thank you so much for pouring out your heart. Um, I hope you can see that she poured out her heart. Yeah, and I am so happy. One of the things I've been praying for is the day mommy will call me Fred. I want to stop the chief elder. I want to call me Fred because you feel like a son. Now your mommy doesn't have your titles. You're a doctor, but mommy calls you Kojo. Come here. It's a nicer one. But I, 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 feel, I felt more loved when... As she was preaching, I mean, she was speaking from her heart. She was not looking at who you are. No, 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 no. And as she was doing that, I said, preach it. I love it. When mommy comes home, there's order. Hey! Amen. And she's encouraging me. I mean, I want to say thank you so much. This is the first night, and I believe that tomorrow is going to be a greater blessing. Okay, please, let's take out our second offerings before we leave here. Take out your second offering, and let's leave here. Monica, are you blessed? Yeah. So tomorrow, come with your roommate. Tell your roommate that, hey, tell it. It was just one night, and it was not easy. Amen. How many of you know that your accounts you are reading, there's a seal on it. There's a seal. Who redeemed basa basa nyama nyama? Ah! That's why you are, after a first degree, you don't even know what you have done. Hey! How many of you are now going to pray to God to give you the ability to open the seals? Especially of our father's books. Amen. Take out a powerful of offering and let's bless the name of God. How many of you know that it's a very powerful thing that we have organized? And it ain't, we don't just organize it, it's money. Amen. So I want you to give a powerful offering. Amen. So a seed into the ground. That I heard a singer who said that it's only those who have seeds in the ground that rain means something to them. If you don't have a seed in the ground, when the rain is falling, you, you don't care. But when you have a seed, tomorrow when, the, when it is raining, you say, wow. I believe tomorrow is going to be very powerful. There will be rain from morning. No. There will be rain. Our little Reverend is going to teach us many things. So, so seeds into this camp. Tell, tell God. When little Reverend took the puppy, I said, God, please, something should drop. Tell me something. Give me a revelation that will change my life forever. And I believe that your life is going to change also. Now lift up your seats up high in the sky at the back. Those who sit at the back, the temptation of not giving is at the back. But we take it out in Jesus' name. 
on the side also behind the sound team uh, i don't know what is with the sound team but you don't bring wireless to church sound team only priors and screwdrivers uh, lift up your offerings lift it up father we pray over all these seats bless them may everyone here leave this camp with a revelation for their lives in jesus name amen as you please receive the offerings hallelujah wow it's a blessing total blessing I'm hearing good, good, more good news. Now, tomorrow there's going to be a special book promo. Special on just three books. Special. When that mommy told me that they didn't come in the Macarius, I was heartbroken. But we are going to show mommy that we will, we will, we will stampede. <laughs> She's come to see another stampede. She made a mistake of not breaking them. Her, phones, her phone is going to be full with messages. Hey! I don't know if you are going to help me stampede. Yeah. And WhatsApp must be hot. Amen. Now, tomorrow, so mommy is going to have a book promo. I believe that the books she's going to t- uh, give to us on a promo are going to be books that are going to bless our life. And we are also going to take a group picture with all the books. And guess who we are sending the picture to? Our own father, our prophet, Bishop Thag. He will knows. Amen. So tomorrow you're going to be in a picture he's going to see. You see the way mommy said that I see the front row and I see the other side. One day you might be sitting in church and Bishop Doug will say, I know first love UCC. When they were waving the books, I saw your face. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So tomorrow come with some. I told some of you to come with your Macarius money and the rest. So those of you who came with it too, we will write your names and we will send it and you and you order it for us. Okay, so please, all those who are saving for the Macarius, it's not a problem at all. There's, there, there's a send, uh, someone who said to send it. It's not a problem, so don't worry. All those who have your Macarius money, see Elder Anita after service. Write down your name, bring your money tomorrow, and we are going to order. But the books on promo tomorrow, come with your 30 CDs, 50 CDs, and get a book, and let's take a group picture, and be, a, the, be part of the first ever mini book camp in First Love Church, UCC. Is that not a blessing? Now tell your neighbor, say neighbor. You see the place I'm sitting? Tomorrow morning. If you came, if you come first. By the way, I'm going to come first. But if I, if you come first, please reserve the same place for me. When I come and I see someone else, please when you see me pass by, so the same place don't change it only those at the back this message is not relevant to you or if you still want to sit at the back i don't know what is wrong with you ashes please come please come now invite a friend tomorrow own a macario 60 get your own macarios for just the price we talk about it with mommy i mean the way things are going no you cannot be mentioning any price how many of you know if the Macarius is even so thousand, thousand galaxies will buy it. Thousand six will buy it. We will save and buy it. Because the way the things are going, when the price is going down, we don't even like it again. We like the original price. 
by some grace for the students. <laughs> Amen. Now, we, although we are having this wonderful, fantastic camp, we are also still not forgetting our Rep Your Horse Sunday. Amen. Hallelujah. I hope you are sowing your materials and you are repping your horse. This Sunday, rep your horse. Are there some Casfordians in the house? Are there some Inkuma Hollers in the house? Falco Hollers! ATA Hollers! Addition Hollers! SLC Hollers! No, no, no. Ogua Hollers. I mean, that's where I'm from, so. I mean, amen. So, now this uh, rep your hall. I want us to shh, quiet. Rep your heart. Our target before Easter to be the target for gathering service is 700. Okay, so I believe so strongly that this rep your heart can let us get to that target. Hey, hey, okay. So invite your friend, invite your homemates, tell them this. Mommy told us that this is the church, this, this church is the, is, the, is the best church. And it's the better church for everyone on campus. So please wrap your heart, invite me. The aim is not just to dress nicely and come. The aim is to get the hall lovers. Wear your clothes, wear your hall. There's no tie jacket. Just wear your uh, lacoste, wear your mama and things. Are you waiting to see what I'll wear? I will surprise you. Hey! It's happening this Sunday. Gathering service at 10 a.m. But center meetings will happen. Invite a friend, invite a male, uh, home uh, mate. Amen. All right. Now, Good Friday Miracle Service. Hallelujah. Amen. It's so unfortunate we don't have our t shirts. Like today, it could be well for here. But I was so excited to see one person wearing it. But next year, by the grace of God, we'll get our t shirts. But we are going. I said we are going. I said we are going. So our Good Friday. Listen, this is the only time. I don't know when we'll have a time to, apart from vacation, when we we'll have a time to listen to our Father. And Good Friday is already the Good Friday comes with its own power to bless us. That's the death of Jesus Christ, and we are going to sit under the feet of our prophets. I mean, just think about it. You see, the, uh, when mommy was reading, he said that the angel told John, prophesy again. So when we go there, daddy's going to prophesy. I said, daddy's going to prophesy. When he says, Rasatabaka. Uh-huh. So I don't know, your, our amen baskets. Me, I'm carrying Goga, you know Goga, Polytank, to the Good Friday. And I'm collecting everything. I told you the last time he touched my forehead was 31st night. And that alone, 31st, on the 1st of January 2018, I had a blessing. And it has continued till now. And I'm going for Good Friday. And he will say, Shut up, Listen, I don't know what you are doing. But Good Friday, we are organizing a bus. Those who are going in and out, Please, uh, your payment, I mean, your center leaders and center directors will tell you. It's just this Friday. We are leaving by 9 a.m. 
10, 9 a.m., 10, 10 a.m. If you come late, the bus will leave you. And those who are going and coming back, there's a price for you. Those who go and go back home, there's a price for you. Okay? So prepare yourself. Get some black clothes. Uh, I don't know whether we are still wearing the black, but get anything. You are going, we'll come back. Anyhow you want to go, whether you go and come or go and go home, whatever. Just tell your parents that, Mommy, I'm coming. And Good Friday closed by 7. It's not a late night thing. 3 p.m. we start. By 7, we are done. So tell your mommy that I'll come, but I'm leaving campus late. So that's why I'll get home late. So that you can go for some blessing before you go home. Remember, mommy says there are some entities. As you are going home, a frog leaps around you. And you don't know what has just crossed you. But after Good Friday, you can walk anywhere. And you believe that the prophet has spoken. So let the church say, Wow, somebody stand to your feet. Mommy, you want to say thank you so much. And we are so blessed. We are so, oh, come on, put your hands together. We are so honored. And we are blessed to have you. And all those who came with mommy, we love you. Oh, church, what should you tell them? We love you. No, hold on, you didn't say it to her. I said, what will you say to them? We love you. First Love Church, UCC really loves you. And I pray that tomorrow we'll have some time to fellowship and to talk. God bless you so much for coming with mommy. And we love you. Okay, let's put our hands together for mommy as mommy files out with his wonderful pastors. Come on. Do it better. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, tomorrow, 7 a.m., on the dots, we are coming here. Amen. Now tomorrow you are coming, look studios. Tell your neighbor, look, look studios. By the way, do you know what looking studios is? Because as you can see, there are some projectors, and they are teaching us about books. And So you cannot look like you are going to sell Gobi. So look like a student. Get a notebook and a pen. If you have a tablet, get your tablet. Where dancing starts. Okay, because of your dancing. So you can be in this shabby shepherding thing. <laughs> but tomorrow, tell your cosmate that if you really want intellectual, come for this book camp. And it's going to be a blessing to you. So tell your neighbor, neighbor, tomorrow, 7 a.m. No oversleeping. What's your neighbor saying? Because some of you people, I saw some people in this section. Their faces look like they don't like books. Hey! At the back, are you here? They put them and say, hurry! Say, hurry! Oh, I can't hear, say, hurry! Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, communion, contribution, participation, the 10,000 children, and the first love of the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. Amen. Now hold on. Please, as you are going it's late and that's why it's not too safe now. So go with someone. No one should live alone. Last time I told people, don't live alone. And they left alone and things were not okay. Don't leave. No, if you are a boy, whatever. You have not met some before. Please go in groups. Those who are in SLC, uh, um, new site, old site, go in groups. When you get to science, pick a car and you go, okay? No one should leave it alone. If you're in Daswa, I'm a mama, I'm in Sue.
Please try and go with someone. Okay. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow, 7 a.m. All Bacenta leaders and center directors, let me meet you for a short while. All Bacenta leaders and center directors. And uh, stars, all stars, media instrumentalists, let me also meet you here. Very sharp. And go. Please, we are all leaving now. No chit chatting. It's late. So we are coming here tomorrow.